Genre. Hi, I'm Scott Corelli. And I'm Nick Jimenez in the news. And we're from Back to the Future Minute, the daily podcast where we analyze the entire Back to the Future trilogy one minute at a time. Like the minute when Principal Strickland becomes a vigilante hero of the wasteland after Biff takes over Hill Valley in the alternate 1985 timeline. I I don't... Wait, I don't I don't remember. Or that. the minute where we learn that Dr. Emmett Brown is secretly the saxophone king of Hill Valley. Hold on. When when did that or when, did that happen? when we slowly start to realize that George McFly may have murdered both of his parents. Okay. Now I don't I don't remember that being in the movies. Well, Scott, that's because none of those things are actually in the movies, but it's all stuff that we talk about on Back to the Future Minute. Back to the Future Minute, available at duelinggenre.com and wherever you get your podcasts. We solemnly swear we're up to no good. everybody to minute 84 i almost forgot what minute we were on minute 84 of harry potter and the sorcerer's stone um i'm gary i'm victoria and we have heidi bennett with us again welcome back heidi howdy howdy plowing through this week it's been good glad you've been able to join us every day so far this week yeah me too i hope i can make it to the whole end of the week we do as well (laughs) today Today we're talking about Minute 84 of Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone. Minute 84 starts with Hagrid saying, He looks like he's going to be sick. And it ends with Hagrid asking why Snape would put a curse on Harry's broom. I don't have, um, don't have quite so many notes for this minute. Uh, it definitely starts with Harry on the ground. Um, actually, I really love Hagrid's, before we even get to the Harry on the ground, I love Hagrid's delivery of this line. Mm-hmm. He's like, it looks like he's going to be sick. He's, like, so concerned. He's just like, oh, no. This would be so embarrassing for Harry if he throws up on the field right now. <laughs> oh, poor Harry. Um, yeah, and I then, love that line, too. And then, of course, the like, pops out of his mouth. I love, I love the, like, kind of... That it makes when it pops out of his <laughs> mouth. <laughs> like, oh, it's satisfying. And so he's got it in his hands. It's, you know, it's kind of lucky that he caught it in his mouth because he's wearing gloves. And so the, the, the flesh memory wouldn't have any, I mean, his fingertips are bare, so maybe the fingertips would brush it, it would be enough. These look like the fingertips are like cut on the gloves. Do you think that Harry did that on his own? Like he decided that he wanted his, his fingertips free or? No, maybe mm. you, you said Do you think they're standard flesh issue? memory. Maybe that's done on purpose. Oh, so oh. the secrets will like actually like have skin on skin yeah, with yeah. the skin on uh, metal with sense. the, um, yeah, good. Cool. There you go. This is why you're here. So, <laughs> oh, <okay. laughs> I'm um, and, and to make and to be the comic relief sometimes. I mean, we we have a good. It's a good. We have a good rapport here. I think a good balance. Well, since we've got a little bit more time, since we don't have quite as <clears throat> many um, research notes, I would yeah, love yeah. to know a little bit more about 
the two of you? Like, how Ooh. long have you been friends? How did you oh, meet, etc.? I don't. Yeah, we've never really we've never really talked. Victoria and I used to work together. Yes, that's how we met. Uh, I've worked at the movie store, uh, movie theater I work at for movie store, movie store for <laughs> for many years now. And Victoria was one of the first people that I met. Not the first. no, you, you started there not there long before, after me though. Before right? I worked there, um, you didn't start that long <clears> after me. Well, I don't remember what year you started there. I wasn't there. When did you start there? Uh, 2000 and let's see, I was there for three years and I left in 2015. So 2012, was I really there for almost two years before you started? It doesn't feel like that. Yeah. Wow. I've known Victoria since I was like 20. Yes. No. Yeah. Cause when I met you, you were 20 and it was like a, I started in November. I remember only because the uh, the, one of the Twilight movies was coming out. Okay. I don't remember which one. Uh, but it was, that was in November of that year. And so you turned 21, you know, a few months after like, that. Sure. And I already knew you prior to you being 21. Yeah. Because I gave you a 21st birthday present. You did, which I, was, was I was very grateful for. Um, so we, we worked together. And then uh, we worked together a lot. Um, the two of us had, it's funny, I nerd that was the first, you know, we're doing that, we, we mentioned we're doing that on our weekend edition, if anyone listened to yesterday's minute, um, which mm-hmm. is just the two of us kind of talking about um, kind of what like, we've watched and what we've yeah. read and the sort of things we've consumed each week. Like and nerdy stuff. It was basically the conversations that we were already having. Right. Um, we would be working together, we'd have a long shift together, and people would kind of like listen to us as we talked about like, oh, did you see this show? Like, I love that this guy's in this, and, and I really like him from that movie. And we would kind of go on those tangents, like just the two of us back and forth. And um, we had someone else encourage us to do, Victoria and I had talked about doing like a YouTube thing or just some some sort of like online thing together. Yeah, and, and, and uh, it started being like outside people were like, "You should do this." You should do like, this. Uh, hmm. Friends who enjoyed listening to us already, which was kind of mm-hmm. funny for me. It was very, uh, I guess I don't want to say flattering, but it was just kind of odd. Like, oh, you like, guys, really? you guys are interested enough in the conversations that we're having, just as friends, that like yeah, yeah. you want to listen. Yeah, and uh, so we had someone that encouraged us to do like a YouTube thing, and we did one episode, and it wasn't really for us. But yeah, we don't, we definitely, I don't like being in front of the camera. I'm kind of camera shy I'm, too. I'm, I come from uh, a drama background in a way, like I did drama in high school, so I've been on stage, I've done competitions, and that kind of thing, and I'm still like not 100% comfortable with it, uh, and it's even harder when there's a video camera there. Yeah. I think stage is so much different than being in a camera. The camera makes me nervous. Being mm. on stage, not so much. Yeah. So... I had been listening to a bunch of podcasts already at this point. I had found Nerdist, and I had found uh, WTF with Mark Marin, and I had found a handful of... I think I don't think James Bonding had started quite yet, but... Um, mm-hmm. One of my absolute favorites. Bonding. Yeah. Love oh, me it. too. I love, I love Matt Myra so much, and so anytime he shows up on another podcast, I'm just like, let me listen to this. I, I like to... Likewise. He did uh, talk, talk, talk Salad and Scrambled Eggs for a little while with Kevin Smith was like one of my favorite things to listen to. I'm so sad that show's <laughs> been off the air for like six months or something now. But have you been listening to his new one? I have not. I really want to. He's doing a show um, with, his, with his wife right now because um, they're trying to get pregnant. 
he yes he ha <clears throat> he has that one, but he also has one called Star Trek: The Next Conversation. <gasps> oh, I heard about that, and I have not started listening. I think I, I they mentioned it on a Nerdist recently, and I totally forgot to look it up. Love yeah. So there you I'm go. Put it, another one in your queue. <laughs> oh my god, just so many shows. So I'm I was listening to a bunch of shows Shaggy. and I told Victoria, like, you know, I'm not really into YouTube. Let's do what if we do a podcast together? And um You're still you're still going with that story? That it was your idea? Okay. I think specifically <laughs> choosing to do podcasts is inspired by me listening to podcasts. Oh no, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna denounce that. So me I'll take coming that up to you. So I'll take that credit. And, okay. Okay. And we we decided we we recorded uh, we recorded our first I nerd that episode on my phone. Mm. Oh yeah. It's awful. Um and we talked Audio-wise. for close to two hours and it was a blast. Uh and then I think we did another episode the next day. Right? Yeah, yeah. I think that's what happened. I think so. Um, I still have those episodes. They're on my laptop. Um, the lost episodes? Yeah, I've thought about <laughs> sharing those. We've probably got 100 episodes of Old I Nerd That content. Oh, wow. Yeah, we did a lot. We recorded together. I think Victoria and I did podcasts together for, for a few years before we ever started um, Harry Potter Minute. Um, I got a notification because we, we did a show before we used The Quibbler as our weekend edition. We did a show called The Quibbler where we were going through the books chapter by chapter. Okay. Um, but there's like a dozen other podcasts on the internet that do that. So I didn't end up putting, some of them are great, but I, I didn't end up putting ours out there. Um, but I think I just got a notification from Facebook the other day that we recorded the first episode of the Quibbler over two years ago. Wow. Yeah. So, so we've been doing, we've been doing like podcast stuff together for a long time now. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, but only until like Scott, Corelli at Dueling Genre like invited us to be on their website and really like encouraged us to pursue this show. It's like a, it was like a I want to say like a, it came hand in hand with with us like already kind of forming a friendship and mm-hmm. then starting recording and then with the recording and the friendship itself like yeah. the recordings got better and and grew mm-hmm. and then the friendship got better and grew. yeah I think and that I have, our relationship has built so much just from like us doing stuff like this together i mean i have no qualms like uh was saying like gary gary's my best friend yeah i mean i i I spend time with gary probably the person i spend the most time with other than my own fiance yeah if i'm not working i'm hanging out with you yeah yeah (laughs) so it's kind of it's kind of funny that way well and you can really tell like listening to your episodes, one of the reasons that I really like listening to them, besides being interested in the subject matter, is the rapport between the two of you. You seem like close friends that really love each other. And even though you kind of rib each other every once in a while, you can tell it's like... It's all from a good place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you're both very enthusiastic about and have a good-natured rapport about the subject so it's just it's really a delight to listen to to you so i'm glad that you you both like you said you just kind of kept working it out and figuring out yeah. okay oh, youtube's yeah. not it recording uh, on the phone's not it well let's just keep oh, going and going until we figure it out and it, i don't know it's it's funny because it's like uh and, and it happens every once in a while we kind of forget there's any kind of barriers but uh i am i believe i'm five six years your years older than you yeah so there's uh there's sometimes i kind of just get that feeling like i'll mention something and he's like i have no idea what that is (laughs) that's 
that's fine. Like, I understand. <laughs> uh, and then at the same time, I'm surprised by what he knows uh, when I mention something and he knows exactly what I'm talking about. And I'm just like, really? I'm surprised because yeah. <laughs> this, this is, is so beyond, like, uh, your age group. Uh, and I, I don't give him enough credit sometimes uh, in my Rolodex brain Yeah, it's of nice. movie knowledge it's, uh, that you like to call. It's nice. I feel like we definitely complement each other in that way. Right. Um, no, and it's 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 cool also, um, now that we're past the halfway point of this, like thinking, oh, we're about to wrap up this season in a couple months. And we still have seven more seasons of Harry Potter Minute to do. <laughs> yeah. And we've also got like other shows that are planned in between those. Mm, right. And so just like, I'm so glad every time we hear like people that are really excited to hear our show and, and anytime we get like this positive feedback, I'm like, oh, like this is just, we're still just at the beginning. Yeah, of what yeah. this is going to be, uh, and so I'm really no, I it, it I'm really optimistic. So then it's like, for, how like, is going to? Go. I'm curious, yeah, to see how it's going to grow. Yeah, like what's going to happen? Like, I'm still. What's the next step in our journey? That'll be fun as host and friends. Yes, you'll get you'll get a setup and you'll start Lego Minute, and then we'll have like our show plus like we'll be doing other stuff. It's going to be it'll just keep blooming. I think into. I mean, I, I didn't put uh, Gary on the spot, but uh, with with me getting married later this year, I asked Gary to be my man of honor mm. since, uh, since I don't have female friends. I don't. Oh, he's <laughs> not very many, and and not any that I'm close enough to. Yeah, uh, women are drama. <laughs> Most of my friends are males, anyway. Uh, so I mean, yeah, I mean, I think this is just one step in a long journey yeah of, yeah of, of this well i'm whatever this is i'm really <laughs> excited for you guys and for us the listeners to get to you know come along and that's one of the unique things i think about these podcasts is some of these i've been listening some of these podcasts i've been listening to for years now so you feel like you kind of know you know these get these hosts yeah and get to know about their, like you said, like the names of their kitty cats or the, you know, <laughs> what, what, when people get married, you know, when mm-hmm. there's sometimes, there's news. you know, yeah, bad or bad things that happen, but we it's can like all like, like a, a personal. Oh, yeah. It's really personal. Yeah. 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 Cool. Well, me, me and Gary have been pretty open. Yeah, well, it seems like it. Yeah, stuff, we tend to you know. share a lot of that. <laughs> this is what's happening. Yep. This is our lives. Oh, if you if you guys if if you guys join the weekend edition, if, if oh, anyone man. listens to our Patreon stuff, I think those are the most loose kind of forum yeah, conversations I nerd that, that we get. For sure. Yeah. We Quibbler. go off onto I think we spent three weeks of I nerd that talking about like things that scare us. <laughs> you know you know but oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh but, but you know what for, for reals though, I think my favorite one of the quibbler has gotta been the one that we got uh Ricky in there. And oh we yeah, did we, the trolley we, we read the scene. trolley scene so from Cursed Child. I really liked that. <laughs> that was a good time. Uh, that was fun. I still am uh still shocked that people are just bugging about the music music stuff with you with the poll wanting you oh to yeah wanting me to do a musical oh my god <laughs> i think that's hilarious I, and then uh and then brian always being like oh victoria's gonna have to sing this song i don't know what that song is yep i'm just like no this is why is this a thing now it's it's it is a thing now people it's it's interesting like i that's the thing that i love about the facebook group specifically is that like people really interact with the show a lot oh yeah i and, like uh, it i like oh it. me too me too 
It's, no, I, have, uh, I have a quote. You know. Oh, go ahead. Oh, no, go ahead. I was just going to say this might sound slightly off topic, but I was just thinking about when you when you were saying you were talking about things that scare you and also that you two met and worked at a movie theater together. Yes, yes. <laughs> so my brother and his my brother used to work in a movie theater um, in Sacramento called The Crest is this beautiful vintage um, movie theater and uh, they had movies there, but also like great music and it was really a cool hangout space mm. for years and years and years. And, um, but he also built a lot of long, long time relationships there. And a few years back, I saw this really great movie and it reminded me of my brother and his friends working at that theater. And, but it's also a scary movie. And I, I was just going to suggest it to you guys if you haven't Ooh. watched it, but I don't know if you like how scary. It's not a gory movie. It's a suspense movie. And it's called, it's, it's, it's called the innkeepers. Oh, and that sounds interesting. It's, it's directed by Ty West. If you guys are familiar like, with like him Ty at West. all. Okay. So it's, it's a movie by Ty West. It's called the innkeepers and the two protagonists. They're not running a theater, but they're, they're the night shift, um, duo at um at an inn so a lot of it is just two people a dude and a girl like young people you know like maybe he's in his 30s maybe she's in his 20s her 20s something like that but there the beginning of it is just a lot of like you know doing the things you do making the calls making the round you know but just the the intimacy and the conversations that the two of them had I thought was really great. And then it's also suspenseful, scary, but it, it's, it's, I highly recommend it. It's really fun. Yeah. And when we talk about stuff that scare us, like we, we're talking about, like we're talking about like a uh, stuff, maybe found on YouTube or like ghosts. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, you, you have a, you have a, I have a fear of aliens, a, yeah. which is mm-hmm. a weird thing. Uh, so we really kind of dug into that for a couple episodes. For a little while. Uh, as far as horror movies go, Carrie does, is not I a horror movie I tend to skip horror movies because yeah. everything makes me jump. Oh, okay. I am a horror movie junkie and I'm a mm. gore hound. I'm not very picky when it comes to horror movies. I'll watch all of it. <laughs> Love the Saw movies. Like that yeah. Oh, wow. Thing, so. Um, I, I watch pretty much anything and everything except for romantic comedies. <laughs> Again, relationship stuff. Blech. So, <laughs> yeah, I totally get you. <laughs> well, maybe you can be a guest on my next minute podcast, which is going to be um, The Cabin in the Woods. Which is Ooh. one of my favorites. That's great. <laughs> That's one that um, I had to give our mutual friend, mine and Gary's mutual friend, Denver, some credit because uh, I saw the trailer for that movie. It was totally, like, down on it so bad. Mm. And he was like, you need to see this. You would like it. And I was just like, I don't know. I finally watched it, and I freaking loved it. And You're I'm like, like, oh, my God. I should have watched this what a the hell? I should have listened to you the first time. With me? Yeah. <laughs> it's Joss Whedon. What's wrong with me? Yeah. <laughs> I should have more faith in the Whedon-verse. Mm-hmm. Uh, totally. So no, I love that movie. I own it on Blu-ray myself, and me too. It's very entertaining. Well, the Cabin in the Woods minute, 
I'm hoping to do that in the fall or the winter. And that'll uh, be so fun. Yeah, because both yeah. Spinal Tap and Pat Cabin in the Woods are not very long movies. Yeah, horror movies is, don't tend to be. Yeah, and I guess there's going to be a Cabin in the Woods too. So that'll Ooh. be good too. I mean, hopefully it'll be good. Hopefully it'll be good. Hopefully, hopefully Joss good. Whedon comes back and works his magic. Yeah. Yeah. So, well, yeah, I'm glad. I think he produced it. I don't think he directed it, though. Oh, really? But he was, I mean, he was a big part of it. Yes. Okay. But it wasn't, I think, I I, I mean, obviously, I'm going to learn a lot more about it, but he definitely had a lot to do with it, especially when you look at the casting and all that. Yeah, it was directed by Drew Potter. But we digress. (laughs) But yeah, I'm, oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's it's one of my favorite movies for sure. So, but yeah, I'm glad you guys shared a little bit about your backstory here too. Thank you I'm, for allowing us to kind of yeah. ramble about ourselves. I wasn't, for a I wasn't bit. expecting. Yeah, that's that. something I don't think that's ever happened on the show, like on like, this oh. show. <laughs> I guess it's, it's about time we talk about ourselves. We are 84 minutes into this movie. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, we've uh, we've been friends for a while now. I, I remember when Facebook notified me. It's like you and Gary Roby has been friends for five years. Yeah, I was like, Whoa. and that was like maybe early last year. So now it's yeah, six years. About to hit six so. years. Yeah. That's awesome. And that's only friends on Facebook. So I don't know yeah. how long we knew each other at the theater for a little before. while. I don't know. Facebook has been around since before we started. So I, oh, I, no I, there doubt. are a lot of people that I meet now that I like add on Facebook pretty quickly, just because it's like the go to. Yeah, 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 network. exactly. I don't know. I feel weird. I feel like I, like, I just met you. Let me friend you on Facebook. Or I don't know. I should tell people I'm yeah. friend you on Facebook. Oh, okay. And I just do it right there. <laughs> just tell them. Like, I'm friend you right now. Watch yeah, me I, do I feel more. I feel more comfortable if I'm going to do that. Like, if I'm like, if I just met someone, if I'm doing that while I'm in front of them, then like, oh, I go home and then I found you on Facebook and now I'm adding you on Facebook. Just hopefully that we're going to be friend. No, I, I'll just tell you. Like, I'm adding you on Facebook. Okay. I yeah, I do that too sometimes, especially if I meet somebody at a party or somewhere where we're kind of, I don't want, I hate to use the word networking, but you know, we kind of feel like, oh, networking. we've got some things in common or we have some common interests. Then I'll say, yeah, yeah. oh, are you on Facebook? Why don't we connect through that? And, you know, and then it, yeah, I'll just whip out my phone and at exactly. least we can remember each other's names and stuff. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. Yeah, I don't want to. I don't want to get home and then be like, I liked that person, but I don't know how to find them, and I don't know if it's creepy if I go like looking for them on Facebook and <laughs> yeah. adding them when they're like a friend of a friend or something, right? I don't know. Yeah, it's weird. Yeah. <laughs> so, so Harry so, caught the stitch. We we're still doing a show. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh yeah. Uh, so there's so, something about a yeah. snitch. I don't know. Harry caught the snitch. Woohoo! 150 uh, points to Yeah, Lee Jordan says that Harry receives 150 points for catching the snitch. Does that mean the game is 170 to 20? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so the entire time that Harry was whipping around on his broom, and while he was chasing after the snitch, the Slytherin team just wasn't scoring any... No one was scoring any points. Maybe they're just distracted by watching They're them just watching them? Well, Everyone's I feel, just... Frozen. I feel like they're more professional. They I think the rest of longer. the game is probably still going on. Yeah, yeah. So maybe um, they didn't. In the book the score at the end of the game is 170 to 60 oh so which implies got, like, that slytherin continued to get yeah points. yeah mm. they don't show the scoreboard i don't think no we don't see it at so the end we of the can't game. confirm like if they did indeed get more yeah 
So as far as we know, it's yeah, it's, it's a blowout. It's one hundred seventy to twenty. Yeah, it's all it's all for the snitch. All one sided. Yeah, it is for all for the snitch. I love the way the stitches. We talked about this when we saw the snitch the first time, but I love the way the stitches wings like unfurl from the surface of the snitch. Yeah, yeah like they don't cool. come out from the inside. It's on the outside. Yeah, they sort of like around. unravel, which I think is really great. And then we get Madame Hooch's back. It's like, whoa, where the hell have you been? <laughs> yeah, she just she's on her broom, so she must have been around. Or, like, I don't know. What have I, you been she's doing? Not very good. No, I'm at not being a referee. That's why we only see her in this movie. This is the is that the last time we saw Hooch? I think her saying Gryffindor wins is the last time we ever see Hooch. For like ever, no like, ever. Yeah, this yeah. is the only movie she's in. <laughs> for, for all the movies, isn't that mind? That still blows my mind. This is the only movie she's I in. Still, I'm I, like at the Battle of Hogwarts. Everyone should have been there. Why didn't you just like have Ho- Madame Hooch there and Litwick and they're all doing stuff? Zoe Wanamaker was right, busy, right? Right, being know. Cassandra and Doctor Who. No, those are different times. That doesn't count. <laughs> yeah, but I'm mostly mm, timeline wise. I don't know. No, it doesn't work. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Even though that blew my mind when you told me that. That she was Cassandra know, but I was like, Mo- Moisturize what? me. Moisturize me. That's the worst. Oh. <laughs> that character makes me laugh so hard, though. So so then, of course, all the all the Slyther- or all the, all the Gryffindors are cheering, and they're oh, so excited, yeah. and all the Slytherins are all upset. Even Malfoy puts his, his face in his hands. hands. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, love oh, the, wow. I love the shot of Harry standing on the field, like, looking up at the team as the team yeah, kind of yeah. circles around him. His, his eyes are so... Blue. They're captivating. I, I love it so much. Um, I think we do see. Yeah, we see the team kind of circling above Harry you know, in this. I, I never noticed how very blue they are until like you pointed that out. I was yeah, like, oh. his eyes. I, mean, I know his eyes are blue. so blue though. It's like what? Um, I love the team. Nothing beats like, gathering Elijah around Wood. him blue eyes though. oh yeah no oh my gosh oh my. <laughs> we, 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 we talked about that with uh, with cassandra i know her well, his eyes weren't even blue then they're all messed up because yeah he got but still stabbed but his blue eyes <laughs> i love that the weasley twins like bump their their beater bats together oh, of oh yeah of course in celebration i was reading in film wizardry um it, it it talks about there's a section on quidditch but it talks about quidditch through the entirety of the series um, and how it kind of progresses over the course, like their the technology they use. But they they spent time with each of the different actors that are playing Quidditch um, on a broom suspended in front of like green screens, and they did shots from like all the different angles so they could render them in this three D space. But uh, I read a note that said that in scenes where you have like multiple members of the team like on their broomsticks at the same time, those weeks could take. Uh, those shots could take weeks to composite and it only wow. ever amounts for like seconds on screen sometimes. Ugh. Isn't that crazy? That's so crazy. <laughs> so so yeah. much work. Yeah. Oh, and so, I don't know. I, I'm going to re, I mentioned this. I was on um, Jurassic Park minute a couple weeks ago. And one of the things that I mentioned when I was on there was that uh, people, whenever I tell people about the movies by minutes format, people are kind of mind blown. Like you, you could really spend an entire episode talking oh. about one minute of the movie. Yeah. I was like thinking about how much work went into one minute of the movie. Like no, our yeah. discussion is barely scratching the surface on like, on the amount of stuff that like goes into each, mm-hmm. each moment, each scene. Um, I, uh, I think that we're just getting started some of the time. Talking right. About stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so yeah, like Harry's, Harry's just getting started on building his confidence and, a, yeah. and his abilities, right? He, like they, they, 
slayed the what was that in the bathroom? A oh, troll. The troll. <laughs> yeah. The troll. And he successfully, you know, conquered that and then now soon after he gets that special gift of the uh Nimbus. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, and does he get that from McGonagall? Mag- is that yes, implied? Yes. Because yeah. he gives her a sl- she gives him kind of a a knowing wink or yeah, glance. Yeah, she's sitting there with uh, with Hedwig, so it seems that right, she's with the one Hedwig. Who said, like, yeah. yes, uh, okay. Mm-hmm. And so he's owl. getting all this like support and unconditional love, and yeah. from 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 adults, and then getting getting this praise from his from everybody. You know, he's kind of looking, you know, he's got a bit of a hero moment there. Like you said, yeah, his eyes are really bright blue, love. he's looking mm-hmm. around. Like him holding the, the, the snitch in the air and you get that panning shot, that circling shot around him is like you hear everyone cheering for Gryffindor and rooting for Harry and he's beaming, you know, like this is, this is his first like moment where he's like, yeah, I mean, think about where he came like, Coming from the Dursleys, like, yeah. this is all foreign. This is mm-hmm. like, oh my gosh. This is the first like time me? he's had... <laughs> yeah, this is probably the first time he's had a moment like this where people are, like, cheering for Harry. Yeah, yeah. like, he's he's liked here. Like, there's people who are cheering for him. He's getting gifts. Like, this is just all foreign yeah. territory. This is like, <laughs> wow. Like, can I just be here all the time? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Which is what he wants. This is Yeah, this is why when we get... I mean, this is way at the end of the movie, but this is why he says, like, at the end, like, he's not really going home. Like, because this has this become is his, his home. home. Yeah. This is the only place he's felt like he belonged. Part of something. And yeah. he's part of something. Recognized. You know, recognized, like, all mm-hmm. those things. I love it. We get a scene change at the very, very, very end of this minute. Boop. Um, only for the last like couple of seconds, and uh, we cut to um, the castle. This is the same castle ground. Is this the same castle grounds where they were practicing Quidditch a few? It weeks looks ago? like it is. So? so this is Al- Alnwick Castle. Is the name of the location? We've mentioned it a couple times before. Um, I really like that they film a lot of stuff on location, and so you get the like the stone buildings and the the kind of beautiful like architecture. I think it's great. So so Hagrid says, nonsense, why would Snape put a curse on Harry's broom? And then the end, that's the, we don't get time for a response. But uh, I like that they cut, like, we cut to the middle of this conversation that Hagrid is having with the kids, like, you yeah, know. You don't even see how it started. I, yeah, I would be interested to see, like, like Hermione telling Harry after the game, like, the reason your broom went crazy was because yeah. of Snape. Right, right. I set him on fire. <laughs> and I set him on fire. <laughs> Just for you. Because you're my friend, and that's what friends do. <laughs> oh, I love it. I love their scarves. Yeah, I wanna, I wanna, I want a Hogwarts scarf. I need a, I need a, uh, I need a Ravenclaw scarf. Yeah, blue and. Heidi, silver. we never asked you on the on the actual podcast. Like, do you what what uh, Hogwarts house do you feel you belong to? Well, once I had, um, w- once we scheduled us getting together and doing yeah. the this these episodes i went to pottermore and signed up and signed in and took my nice little whimsical quiz which was great mm. i didn't know it was gonna have like 
animation and kind of you know it was really creative yeah it's, and it's a little more kind of mystical than the, uh, yeah than just like the buzzfeed like point just like clicking yeah option. yeah so that was that was a great discovery i was like oh i'll just do this on my phone and see what happens and so um they said i was ravenclaw and i didn't go much further because i thought i'd ask you guys what what's it like what's it all about what you know what are the the positives of being Ravenclaw. I mean, it's a cool sounding name. Yeah. Ravenclaws are like the the scholars. Yes. I want to say. The like the the, the smarty pants. They they <laughs> they value intelligence <laughs> yeah. and uh and logic. Um cuz whereas uh, Gryffindor is like brave and courage based. Yeah. Slytherin is cunning ambition. and, and yeah. ambition and uh, and Hufflepuff is kind of more of They a, say loyalty. Loyalty. But I think that's kind of a vague term. That is very vague. They do seem like the more, like... I want to say like they're like the hippies. The hippies? Of, I'd say they are very... Hmm. Of the group. Uh, they're very easygoing <laughs> type of uh, Hufflepuffs are. But Ravenclaws are very studious. Yes. We, we only get a handful of other Ravenclaws... Like, examples of Ravenclaws. Like, I think Luna Lovegood and then... And then Gilderoy Lockhart... Uh, which you don't understand how he ever got to be. Well, he's he's great at memory charms. I think that it's it's there's at least a bit of like intelligence that that comes with that. He was smart enough to. He's, he's definitely become uh, this a like, claw. Yeah. Oh, I think that I think that he definitely has some slither in him. For right. Sure. Yeah. He's definitely a slither. Well, yeah, because he's like taking credit for these. That's, oh, yeah, that's yeah. off minute too. I know. I know. Well, and I'm but I'm a big fan of of Luna. Talking about him. Yeah, I'm Luna's a big great. fan of Luna. She's really Luna. cool. She's one of my favorites. She's a she seems kind of like she's got this kind of like airy quality about her that I really like. Like even the way she talks is very breathy. Yeah, it almost seems like she herself is kind of ethereal. Mm-hmm. Like she's not even really there. Like, are you even really here right now? Like, no. yeah, kinda, like she's always right. sort of in a meditative state. I think of where she's relaxed. You know, yes. I mean, I know this is a different movie, a different time, but when she's talking about she's missing some items and she's just sort of walking around looking for those items she's relaxed about it she's not she's not worried yeah yeah so i like that (laughs) luna's an interesting character she is i like her a lot considering she's the only ravenclaw that we kind of that we follow that we follow Mm -hmm. in a way yeah, I wish we got more representation of the houses in, like, the kids that interact with Harry and... D- did you continue on Pottermore and do any of the, uh, do the, do the test for the, no. the Patronus? Or no, I would age? definitely like to do that. I just, um, yeah. I kind of thought I'd just stop there and talk about it with you guys <laughs> sure. and then I could go and sort of explore. Yeah, there's a lot of really fun Pottermore. stuff. The I don't know, Pottermore's gone under a redesign lately, so I'm not sure how much of the... The book stuff used uh, it used to be that you could go through um, the books like chapter by chapter, but they had a whole like point and click element to it, so you could interact with things on the screen. They would it was sort of mm. illustrated, but you could interact with the illustrations. So sometimes you could like there were little mini games that you could click on. And I don't know, I haven't gone extensively into Pottermore since. Now it's more of um the way I've been using it is more of a uh, like a wiki type resource where you can mm. go and find out. Like it'll have um. 
particularly for like some of the characters I found when we were doing Ollivander stuff that there was a from Ollivander's perspective a description of like what all the Wandwoods do and like why he likes the certain cores he does and so there's like that element to it that I find really interesting there's been a lot of like little short stories and things that that uh that that Joe Rowling has put out there which is fun I enjoy reading those yeah sounds like it Uh, you know if you're really in love with like um before we were um, on Mike, I was just talking about how this the, this series is one of my, you know, comfort series yeah. where I'll just put it on and watch it. Like, I remember when I got my wisdom teeth pulled and I got three of them pulled at the same time. So I was, oh, I was highly <laughs> medicated yeah. and really down for the count. I mean, my husband even got me a little chipmunk stuffed animal because <laughs> I was Aww. all chipmunked out. But, um... But I just put the the Harry Potter movies on, and this was before the last two had even come out. So, but, but it was great to just to go to a place, you know, when you yes. go, you're you're entering that world. So I could imagine ha- just having more deep dives in a website like that would be great. You get to pick some of your favorite characters and learn more about them. Yeah, I think uh, I think definitely as a resource for that. Like I love how much. Um... I love that I love that that Joe is still like putting more stuff into the universe of the the wizarding world that she she likes to answer questions for people on Twitter and there's um always new content coming out on Pottermore and there's talk of like books coming out that are Pottermore published I think hmm. or she's doing through that I think that's something that's coming out this year is there's like new Pottermore stories that are being released as actual hardcover books um so I'm excited to see what they do with that. I don't know if there's an official release date for those, but that's been like talked about over the last couple of weeks. So that'll be cool. Yeah. I'm always down for more Harry Potter stuff. Totally. Okay. I think that was everything I have Mischief for Mischief Man. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, I think that's a good I think that's a good place. We've we've got a um Join us tomorrow, everyone, for, for Friday's Minute, Minute 85. The Quidditch match is over. We had nearly two full weeks of Quidditch, and we've come to the end. Um, we get my favorite Hagrid line tomorrow, so we'll talk <laughs> about that. Uh, find us at DuelingGenre.com and HarryPotterMinute.com, Facebook, Twitter, all those things. You've heard me do all the plugs, you guys. Um and yeah, yeah, join us tomorrow for minute 85 of Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone. Mischief managed. Just <laughs> <laughs> went like right into it, like, okay. I was waiting on you, but you're on, you're not, you're, you're distracted. I was doing some research, okay. Okay, okay. But it wasn't what I thought it was. Well, it's your turn this time. Okay. Heidi and I have already given ours. Oh, mischief managed. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> <laughs>